Hello, Purse Strings listeners. Thank you for listening to WebmasterRadio.fm's most decorated radio series. Discover the Purse Strings listening experience in a brand new way. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available for iPhone and Android. Listen to new episodes live every week or download any of the over 200 past episodes or sample from our extensive library of radio shows that every internet marketer should check out without opening up your purse. Download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app in the iTunes store or in Google Play today. The Gucci Girl, Prada Professional, Coach Queen, or Target Trendsetter. No matter how you describe her, she's the most powerful consumer in the country. Webmasterradio.fm presents Purse Strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Ritan, president at Lola Red, as she chats with those in the know so that your business can grow. Now, please welcome our host of Purse Strings, Maria Ritan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday right here at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, I read an article from Stephen Riley on Engaged Boomers. Now, Stephen's been a frequent guest right here on Purse Strings. You may recall that he is the founder of Vibrant Nation. It's an online community aimed at women over 45. And his article uh, kind of called out some research that Vibrant Nation had done on his community. And he was saying that 92% of boomer women told Vibrant Nation that they used a search engine before making a purchase. Now, we all know that we Google. I'm a big Googler. Is that even a word, Googler? Uh, well, apparently I'm not alone. As, as Stephen said, 92% of boomer women said they use a search engine. But what's interesting is they're not just searching and going to one thing. They are looking for a combination of things to pop up around a brand. So it's more than going to a website. They are looking for additional information like um, videos, testimonials, reviews, experiences, things that provide credibility to the website and the brand itself. Now, we know a lot of people, especially women, will share their information online about their experiences, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and they are looking for that as well. They are, the more chatter about a brand, the more believable that brand is, apparently, to these boomer women, and um, they actually trump anything else. 71% um, of boomers polled told Vibrant Nation that they didn't trust what they heard on TV and radio, and they really did rely on content from peers. So uh, Stephen gives a really good tip, which I think is wise, to treat Google, Google as your home page. You've got to make sure that you're showing up in Google and not just once, but multiple times across multiple pieces of content. So really word to the wise. Our first profile today is a Dior Diva. Nearly a million of these women in her early 60s, a third of them are grandparents and retired. Medium household income is $165,000, so they are quite affluent. That's why there's only a million of them. They're confident in their financial security. They're happy and optimistic. They spend their time entertaining and traveling and indulging in the arts. Um, they're also focused on sustainability topics and in the environment. Many of them have to purchase for both of their homes. Um, some of them even have third homes. And they do drive luxury cars like Mercedes, Audi, Lexus, and Porsche. And they do love their beauty products as well. So if you're a marketer, how do you connect with her? 
Well, she's online, as I mentioned. She's doing a lot of travel, so she's on a lot of travel sites. She's watching a lot of uh, primetime network television. She's a big movie buff, so the Hallmark Channel is a big one for her, and she's reading a lot of magazines. It might be uh, like Bon Appetit or Condé Nast Traveler or Elle Decor. Um, a lot of design travel publications. Well, my guest today knows a lot about affluent people, especially affluent women. Uh, Bob Schulman is the founder of the Schulman Research Center. Um, he's an expert in marketing, business, and research topics. He's authored uh, many articles and columns for Ad Age and Ad Week and Media Post, and he's also a frequent guest. Um, a lot on business press media. And before founding the Shulman Research Center, he led executive positions across a lot of different marketing research and consulting firms, including Mendelssohn, SRI International, and William and & Shulman. And before all of that, he was at American Express Company as well. Uh, the Shulman Research Center recently unveiled a new survey results around millionaires and their purchasing habits, including the differences between men and, and women millionaires. And that's why Bob's on the show today. So stick around. We'll be talking with Bob Shulman when Purse Strings returns in just a moment. Purse Strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. As a business owner, you labor for the love of it, and you don't always have time to worry about your website. With GoDaddy Managed WordPress, you don't have to. Simply create your WordPress site or migrate an existing site. GoDaddy will handle the hosting, setup, backups, and security, and keep your site running at blazing speed so you can share your passion with your customers online. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter code MANAGED to get managed WordPress for $1 a month, plus a free domain. Some limitations apply. See website for details. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. It's time to get fired up. 
Fired Up is a show that delivers both business impact and social importance. Our host, Gordon Rudell, will share ideas on how to create higher returns on your communication investments by engaging the people who matter most. Fired Up with Gordon Rudell, on demand anytime, inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Retan. Welcome back to First Strings. I'm joined today by the founder of the Shulman Research Center, Bob Shulman. Prior to launching the Shulman Research Center, Bob held senior leadership positions with several leading marketing research and consulting firms, including the Mendelssohn Group, as well as uh, William and Shulman, SRI International. And before that, he was at American Express Company and the travel-related business and its investment management and insurance affiliates. Bob speaks a lot around the country on the topics of marketing, business, and research. And you've probably seen his columns in Ad Age and Ad Week and Media Post. And I know that's where I found uh, Bob was in uh, an article I read on Media Post. And I'm excited to have him on the program today to talk about millionaires, one of my favorite topics. Bob, welcome. Well, I'm delighted to be on the show and delighted to have this uh, conversation with you. Well, it's always fun. Oh, it's always fun, and I always, I think, end, uh, always say when I walk out of these shows that I learn more um, each and every time from my wonderful guests. And before we dive into a survey that you conducted around millionaires, I do want you to share a little bit about the work that you do there at Shulman Research Center. Well, we basically focus on what I call and the clients call the upscale American and the upscale American, based upon the people I deal with, can be defined in one of three ways or a combination of them. It's based on incomes. Do they have a high income? Is it based on wealth? Are they millionaires, which is the topic today? Or are they purchases of luxury products and services? And those groups tend to overlap a bit. But the reason for focusing on these upscale consumers is, in general, no matter how you define them, they spend the majority of the dollars spent in America buying products and services. So if you're a marketer, most marketers want to get the appropriate share of the upscale market. I'll leave it at that. Well, absolutely, because they, as you said, they spend more, and they they actually have some money to spend, unlike some of the rest of us, right? Oh, um, you bet. <laughs> <laughs> speaking personally, um, so this survey, and this is what really piqued my interest. Um, you looked at millionaires, and um, these are people with a personal net worth of more than a million, and you looked at where they shop, how they like to research, and how. Uh, they prefer to purchase products and services. Why, I mean, you, you kind of already answered this a little bit, um, it, millionaires themselves as part of that upscale population that you like to focus on there, why, why looking specifically at millionaires? Well, uh, frankly, there are more of them, and I think, than many Americans realize based upon the work I do and some corresponding surveys I've seen from other reputable companies, give or take, there are about 20 million adults, 18 and older, who live in millionaire households. So 
when you look at the fact that there's give or take 240 million adults in the U.S., and if 20 million of them have substantial amounts of wealth, uh, the clients I deal with are very interested in them. In particular, what I would call many of the financial service type companies that help people manage their wealth, as well as what I would call the companies that have luxury and upscale products and services to sell to them, such as the auto firms, the designer apparel companies, jewelry companies. They all want to know how to target and reach these people. Mm-hmm. Well, and you just mentioned that these are people, 20 million households, 18 plus, and I know in, in your project, you looked at millionaires across generations, and there were, I'm assuming, some differences between the age groups in general, and I'm just curious what those differences might be among those millionaire generations and maybe where the biggest swings were. Well, uh, the biggest swing from the work we have done uh, comes when you look at the younger group, the millennials, who are 18 to 33 years of age. And as you may have seen recently, they're now the largest generation in America. They finally eclipsed the boomers, who heretofore were the biggest generation. So millennials and boomers are about the same size as far as how many uh, people in the generation. But when you look at uh, millionaires, there are give or take about 6 million millennial adults who live in millionaire households. And... The thing about them is they are just so different than the generations that preceded them. They are very, very optimistic about themselves. Again, they're different because many of them are not yet married. They don't yet have families. They don't yet have what I would call ongoing obligations. And when you look at them versus the group that preceded them, the Gen Xs, who are give or take 34 to 48, and there are about, how would I say, almost 5 million of them out there, those people are generally in the family stage. So these people have different responsibilities. They're less optimistic because they're living what I call the life where they're preparing, if they have children, to you know send them off to college with all that entails. And then you look at them versus the boomers who tend to be their parents. Mm -hmm. And the one thing we've seen with the millennials is they have very good relationships with their parents. They seem Mm -hmm. to have an understanding that the parents actually may have something of value to share with them (laughs) besides their their money, maybe. Uh But the reality of it is the generations are, you know, I look at, three of them. There is a fourth one. We call it the silent generation, which is those who are 68 plus who tend to be, to most marketers, not out there, even though there are a lot of them and they have a lot of wealth. Uh, I don't know why marketers ignore them, but they do. Uh, But when you look at the world, uh, major merger differences based upon where people are in their life cycle. I mean, the boomers are very concerned about retirement, whereas the Gen Xers are very much looking at, you know, basically how are they going to afford to send their kids Mm -hmm. to a good school. 
And the millennials are looking to become rich, to have fun. They're living the good life. Let's put it that way. And, you know, nothing wrong with that. No, let them, let them do it while they can before they have all those other responsibilities that, that weigh them down and take their money away from them. Kids will do that to you for sure yeah. <laughs> each and every time. But they're worth well, it. Well aware. <laughs> I had two of them myself. So I, 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 I've been there, done that. Let's leave it that way. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm that Gen Xer that's in the throes of figuring out how to pay for college. So I, I can relate to that, absolutely. So – in, in digging a little bit deeper, I know um, you were looking at where millionaires like to shop, not only places but sites, because we also know that shopping online is, is significantly high with everyone, uh, but I know especially affluent. So can you talk a little bit about those favorite places and why you think those ranked high especially? Well, I think the thing that I know many people find surprising is we all read and hear about Amazon. And, you know, Amazon is out there. Yesterday they launched a, a new device, and they continue to basically innovate. But when you think about what I call upscale people, wealthy people, millionaires, many people are under the impression these people only shop in the designer shops, in the Neiman Marcuses, the Nordstrom's, the Saks, and what we call more upscale type department stores. But if you actually ask them where they shop, uh, among the millionaires, uh, Amazon is number one. And mm. part of the reason for that, and we've chatted with some of the customers on this one, is Amazon provides incredible convenience with their Prime program. And depending upon what you're buying from them, uh, they have generally good prices. And if you don't like what you ask for, which they delivered quickly, you can generally put it back in the box and send it to them and get credits immediately. But, you know, it, you know number one for boomers is Amazon. Number one for Gen Xers, though, is Walmart. I think that might be because they have the families, the growing families, and a lot of things you need to buy as the kids are getting older. And the millennials also are into Amazon. But, you know, when you look at millionaires, they also do shop at other major stores like Macy's and Sears, Costco, hmm. you know, Banana Republic. Uh, Neiman, you know, they do go to Neiman Marcus, but, you know, mm -hmm. let, let's put it this way. Uh they shop all over the place, but if you're a marketer, uh, keep your eye on what Amazon is up to because mm -hmm. Amazon, from everything I've seen, wants to dominate the shopping experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and we also know, too, that uh, in all likelihood, if you've got a lot of money, you may have a high-paying job that requires a lot of your attention. So shopping on Amazon is efficient, right? And that, that would be one thing I would think of. Oh, no, it's, it's clearly uh, when you get to the upscale person, and I, I'd say, you know, you, you probably are an upscale person. That's my take. You don't have much time. So right. if you can go to your either desktop, to your tablet, or your smartphone and key in Amazon, and if you have a Prime account, it's one click. You find what you want. You click it. Generally, two days later, it's at your door. Uh, where I happen to live now, they basically deliver even on Sunday. 
and mm-hmm. that boggled my mind. Right around Christmas, the first time I went outside my house, and in my mailbox was a box for Amazon. And I happened to see the mail person the next day, and I said, what happened? He says, well, now we have something to do on Sunday. We're delivering for Amazon. <laughs> right. Amazing. Well, and I would imagine, too, Amazon lends itself so well for people who like to research. I know uh, they've got the ratings and reviews, testimonials, and people are really interested in that. I know you dug a little bit into that as well, kind of the millionaire need for research. Talk a little bit about that, if you would. Well, I mean, the millionaires tend to be better educated than, we'll say, the average American. That's just the reality of what goes on. Because when you look at I'll call it economic success, not necessarily total success in life. It's incredibly related to education. You never see the government publishing these type of things, but we actually get many of the census files and then actually retabulate them. And the one thing that determines economic success more so than any other aspect of an individual is their education levels. So uh, the... And in general, the people who are financially the most successful have PhDs. And let's be blunt, they went to school a long time. They know how to study. They've accomplished a lot of studying, and they like to know what they're getting into. And as you said, Amazon provides the consumer with many ways of looking at uh, what they're considering buying, and they offer a lot of choice. So it, Mm -hmm. it works well for most consumers. Mm-hmm. And did you see in your study that, that all that research did lead to purchase, that it actually did pay off? Oh, it pays off for uh, Amazon and all the other people out there because when you look at how the upscale millionaires want to basically research, it ranges between three-quarters of the boomers want to research what they're going to buy online. And when you get to the millennials, it's nine out of 10. So the millennials, the millennials were brought up on electronic devices. You know, they live with them. They sleep with them Mm -hmm. uh, much more so than a boomer or a Gen Xer. So uh, they don't know anything differently. And in most respects, when you look at the uh, boomer, where I said like three out of four basically wanted to do their scouting or researching online, uh, a quarter of them generally still prefer to go to the store. Mm-hmm. But if you chat with a millennial, and in certain respects, your generation, the Gen Xers, they don't want to go to the store. They just, you know, let my fingers do the walking and, you know, look at a screen and uh, you know, we all talk about shopping. Shopping really has two components, the research phase and the buying phase. And, mm-hmm. and now, clearly, millennials are comfortable researching and buying online, and more and more so, the Gen Xers and Boomers are becoming more like the younger generation. Mm-hmm. Well, Bob, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I want to talk about the differences in women and men millionaires. Um, this is purse strings, after all, so we have to talk about women. So stick around. More from Bob Schulman when we return after the break. Purse strings. We'll be right back after a word from our advertisers.
InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, panda and penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. While some affiliate networks can give you offers, Affiliate Offers Network gives you offers that pay big. Why do affiliates work with Affiliate Offers Network? How about because they work with powerhouse CPAs like Affiliate.com? How about that affiliates get paid every Monday to kick off their work week? Plus, learn how their green bucket system can turn your email, display ad, social, video, or mobile impression into profitable income. Get connected today with Affiliate Offers Network. Call 312-560-0175 or visit AffiliateOffersNetwork.com. Time to open your PPC playbook. Optimized by PPC professionals. Learn how to execute winning strategies for building your structured ad campaigns and optimize your bids and targeted ads with the tips and advice of our PPC pros. Inside your PPC playbook. Optimized by PPC professionals. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, starting June 19th, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Retan. Welcome back. I've been chatting today with the founder of the Shulman Research Center, Bob Shulman. Um, if you heard my intro on him, he's well regarded in all things research. Prior to launching the Shulman Research Center, he was at several leading marketing research organizations like Mendelssohn, William and Shulman, SRI International, and prior to that was at American Express Company. He speaks all over the map 
around marketing business and research topics. You've probably read some of his articles as well in Ad Age and Ad Week. Um, we've been talking today about the Shulman Research Center's uh, survey around millionaires and how they purchase, where they purchase, what drives them to purchase. And I'm really interested in what you uncovered about the differences in men and uh, women millionaires, Bob. What did you find out? Well, it might be somewhat a, uh, how to say, a familiar uh, phrase, uh, men are from Mars <laughs> and women are from Venus, but there are massive differences between the uh, women and men as far as millionaires go. When you look at the women big picture, they are much more conservative, much more future-oriented, whereas the male is living in today. And you see it across not only men and women, but if you look at it in the generations, you see that. I mean, women, their number one financial goal is having enough income for retirement. The man doesn't put that as important. The man is looking at remaining financially independent. The man wants to be the man. The women are looking out how are we going to basically live the rest of our lives well? So number one for the woman is income for retirement. Number two is having enough money for unexpected expenses. And then they get into keeping up with inflation. You know, they want guaranteed fixed return investments where the man is more willing to take risks. You know, some of what we call the stereotypes clearly hold when you look at the millionaires and uh, you know I have a son and a daughter and I can see the differences even in them. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well and you mentioned their financial goals are different. The females focused on retirement, the males on financial independence but in general they tend to be whether they're male or female optimistic right? Whether it's about their the economy in general or their own financial situations today. Well, I would say the uh, men are more optimistic, depending on how you might look at it. My perception, having worked on and gone a little deeper, I think the women are not only what I call future-oriented, they're more pragmatic. So if you look at it, the men are, how would I say, in general, more optimistic than the women. And is that because the women are more realistic? Having chatted mm -hmm. with many of them on the topic, I think that's the case. The, the men are, how would I say, more risk-oriented. It's going to work out. The woman mm -hmm. says, it may not work out, so I need to basically think about how will I recover if something doesn't work out the way I hope it will. So it's, Very interesting. And, well, and, and you know, women are planners, too, I think, a lot. I'll let me stereotype a little bit, but I think that might be that planning gene, having a plan B. And, and men, um, I think, stereotypically, you kind of forge ahead. So it's interesting that your study would uncover similar traits when it comes to millionaires and, and their financial goals. It, it, um, doesn't, it doesn't change who they are and how they think. And when you look at the other issue, at what their goals are and what their concerns are, you know, again, massive differences between the men and the women about what, what they, you know, focus on. So uh, we're dealing with different mindsets 
and you know that's what keeps the world going and i think in mm-hmm. many respects it's the men should be happy if they're ma- married to one of these women who <laughs> who will how would i say look out for their best interests yeah exactly well and we all know married men live longer so you know they need a woman looking out for their best interests because they have to have money to you know to support their extended lifespan <laughs> well but then when you look at the the women the women are concerned you know when they get older about inflation the males aren't so mm-hmm. you know the, the, for whatever reason we'll say whether it's you know just genes or whatever the women are taking the view. The men, in general, are taking a much shorter-term view, and that creates both uh, most likely good outcomes, and depending on the uh, the couple, probably some anxieties. <laughs> right. Well, and I call it an extended uh, forecast of millionaire spending over the next 12 months. You know, we've got the very important um, re- holiday retail. Uh, time period coming up here in Q4. This clearly falls within that 12-month forecast. What did you find out about what they plan to purchase? Well, when you look at their, what I call, personal plans, the number one, I'll call it, uh, plan for uh, the millionaires is they like to travel for pleasure. In many respects, I think it has to do they work hard or they worked hard before they basically retired. And then they get into buying a lot of different types of luxuries. And one of the major differences between men and women, which going back to that topic a little bit, is women are much more philanthropic. They're much more likely when they're a millionaire to think about making a donation to a nonprofit or to a charity. Again, mm-hmm. might be just you know, genetic or whatever, but uh, they are materially different. When we look at their forecast as to what they're going to be looking to buy, you have the vacations, you know, cosmetics, luxury cars. Again, women are more likely to, millionaire women are more likely than men to be planning to do that. And of course, I think in many respects, women tend to be more fashionable. They're clearly looking to buy designer clothing and accessories you know, at that point because they want to look good. And uh, mm-hmm. that's something that keeps many of the what I call Parisian and Milan-based luxury companies quite pleased. <laughs> exactly. And, um, and at the end of the day, no matter whether it's a car or a vacation or cosmetics, it still play, their value still plays a role, doesn't it, Bob? I mean, they oh, they no, have they, money. They have money, but they 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 do look at the value received for the money paid. Mm-hmm. Again, they're well educated in general. You know, there are some really self-made people, but those people eventually, from the work I've done, learn how to deal with their money, and they don't want to be how would I say, taken for a ride. So they're looking for, you know, fair value received for what they're paying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as all of us do, no matter how much income we have, we don't want to waste our money foolishly, and we want to get a nice return on our investment. Um, and millionaires didn't get to be millionaires by being stupid with their money. So, <laughs> right. Well, I've done a lot of qualitative research with millionaires, and I'll put it this way. I dealt couple of years ago with a woman who had a, more than $100 million in her bri- private banking account. And when she came in for the one-on-one discussion with me, 
the first thing she said to me after saying hello was, Sonny, where is the $250 gift you promised me? Uh-huh. <laughs> she didn't get $100 million by not asking those questions. That's exactly right. So something we should all uh, be so smart of, right, to, to track the details. Well, well Bob, smart and lucky. <laughs> and, well, there's that, right? There's a little bit of a role of, uh, of luck in all of it. But, Bob, thank you for being on today. Great information on millionaire men and women. And uh, please do let us know if there's another topic you think uh, the listeners of Purse Strings would be interested in. For those who are listening, I do recommend you check out more about the Shulman Research Center at shulman.net. That's S-H-U-L-L-M-A-N.net. Bob, thank you. And thank you for the time. I really enjoyed it. And thanks to my producer, George, and join me right here for another edition of Purse Strings next Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.